0: Alex Gonzaga only gets what she deserves. Whether she admits it or not, Alex Gonzaga Murata will have to contend with the stigma of being labeled as a tacky, tactless jester, hopefully not for life. Of course, everyone is well aware to how it all started. It was on the eve of her 35th birthday in January when she picked on a dignified-looking uniformed waiter as the latter was bringing in a moist chocolate cake. With no idea what was to happen next. The poor waiter was smeared with icing on his forehead while Alex's guests enjoyed the embarrassing scene like it was a show. Heavily bashed for her uncalled-for, immature deed, in fairness to Alex, she wasted no time swooping down on the waiter's workplace and apologized. Despite making amends, Alex insisted that the waiter in particular was her family's and Murata's favorite dining staffer. For his part, the waiter didn't take umbrage at Alex's acts save for his peers who sympathized with him. If something good came out of the incident— it was Alex's learning a lesson or two. At her elder sister Tony Gonzaga's anniversary cum birthday concert at the Big Dome a month later, the star of the show deliberately decreed there should be no cakes on stage and in sight. Tony realized her younger sis had become uncomfortable with cakes. This is the reason why Alex did not gift her daddy Bonoy with a cake when the latter marked his last birthday. Alex also made a request that instead of serving cake, she'd appreciate Janata Ong Bilu bilo or Kakanin but did Alex forget that these delicacies are staple delicacies at wakes or on All Souls Day? So, has Alex really and seriously gleaned her lesson from the icing-smearing incident? A big no. Again, Alex was apparently set in a joking mode while hosting TV5's Trapang LOL on its second to the last episode. It was last year that the show she hosted alongside Billy Crawford, Biani Agbiani, Matteo Gaidicelli, Wacky Kire and Troy Montero aired ahead of its showtime. With a firm grip on the mic, Alex dared one of her fellow hosts not to let their back-to-back program come on time by extending their spiels. Even if we extend, we'll still be cut off in the air, her co-host countered. While everyone knew it was meant as a joke, netizens wouldn't stop bashing Alex. In fact, a hater prayed, hope this was not a serious joke, that the huge studio light fall flat upon Alex's head that would make her slump on the floor. Still another netizen coaxed Vice Ganda to retaliate against Alex. The show ended on April 29, and there were no posts made by Vice Ganda to get even with Alex. One of Alex's latest Instagram posts was her picture taken at the peak of Mount Ulap in Igetan, Benguet. She had gone trekking with her dad and mommy Pinty. As soon as she reached the zenith, Alex marveled at how beautiful it was, but whined, "You and ko ba kung anyoang ang ko kung bakit ko ido inakiat lulang lula ako. I don't know what I was thinking when I climbed this. I'm extremely dizzy." While other netizens praised Alex for her stamina for such a strenuous activity, we could just imagine how nightmarish it was for her elders. One hater posted, don't come down, just stay there. As expected, a more behaved Alex chose not to answer back. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't case for Alex even perhaps she will have climbed the world's highest mountain. Well, Alex only gets what she deserves. Guess who? Within the circle of her really close showbiz friends, this actor-politician's wife, APW, is known for having a reputation of being a silent basher even way before social media came into vogue. The APW is always the first to spot doppelgangers of popular celebrities mostly not-so-pretty women who sashay into showbiz events. At the dinner table, the APW is seen tapping her friend's lap as she says, We, name of the guest's alike. lost some weight. Where? Her friend eagerly asks. There the APW points to the direction of the arriving guest. Her no-malice intended joke is enough to make everyone at the same table roll in laughter. Truth is, the APW has a license to pick on women less smart and chic than her. Diosa Salupa, a living goddess, is how her friends aptly describe her. DFA to China, stop interfering. Update, the Department of Foreign Affairs, DFA has firmly asked China's ambassador to Manila Huang Zilian to ask his government to stop interfering in legitimate Philippine activities in the West Philippine Sea, an official said on Monday. DFA spokesman Ma. Teresita Daza said that Foreign Affairs Undersecretary Ma. Teresa Lassero issued a note verbal to Huang strongly protesting the use of a water cannon by a China Coast Guard, CCG vessel on a boat that was on a regular rotation resupply and humanitarian mission to provide food, fuel, and other basic necessities with the Philippine military personnel stationed at the BRP Sierra Madre in Eung and Shoal on Saturday, August 5th. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, you get 30, you get 20, 20, 20, you get 20, 20, you get 15, 15, 15, 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds Daza said Lassero urged China to comply with international law, including the 1982 United Nations Convention on the Law of the Sea, UNCLO, and the 2016 Arbitral Award in the South China Sea. She said the Philippines has filed 445 diplomatic protests over illegal actions in Philippine waters by the CCG and Chinese maritime vessels since 2020. This year alone, the DFA filed 35 protests against China, she said. Lassero reiterated to Huang that the 2016 Arbitral Award expressly stated that the and Shoal is within the exclusive economic zone and continental shelf of the Philippines, over which the Philippines has sovereign rights and jurisdiction. She also reminded China that its actions violate the 1972 International Regulation for Preventing Collisions at Sea, which requires states to take steps necessary to assure safety at sea and prevent collisions. Lassero also expressed disappointment that the DFA could not reach the Chinese ambassador through the maritime communication mechanism for several hours while the incident was occurring, Daza said during a joint press briefing with members of the National Task Force in the West Philippine Sea. She maintained that the DFA is one with the armed forces of the Philippines and the Philippine Coast Guard in their pursuit of our shared mandate to protect and uphold our legal maritime entitlements. For the record, we will never abandon Aung and Shoal. We are committed to Aung and Shoal, National Security Council spokesman Jonathan Malaya told reporters Monday, using the Philippine name for 2nd Thomas Shoal in the Spratly Islands. Saturday's incident was the first time since November 2021 that the Chinese Coast Guard had used water cannon against a Philippine resupply mission to 2nd Thomas Shoal. The Philippines condemns in the strongest terms the latest incident of harassment perpetrated by China Coast Guard, People's Liberation Army Navy and Chinese Maritime Militia Vessels, said the National Task Force for the West Philippine Sea, which includes representatives of various government agencies. As a low-tide elevation, Aung and Shoal can neither be the subject of a sovereignty claim nor is it capable of appropriation under international law, the task force said in a statement. The Philippines insists the second Thomas Shoal is part of its exclusive economic zone. Reacting to the August 5 incident, President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. on Monday said he would call for a command conference to determine how the Philippines will respond to China's dangerous maneuvers and illegal use of a water cannon against Philippine Coast Guard, PCG, vessels in Eung and Shoal. Speaking to reporters during a break in the distribution of government aid to flood victims in Malolos City, Bulacan, Marcos said he was waiting for China's response and refused to discuss details of the incident. We continue to assert our sovereignty. We continue to assert our territorial rights in the face of all of these challenges and consistent with the international law and UNCLO especially, the President said. That has always been our stand. But we still have to keep communicating with the Chinese government, with President Xi, Jinping, with Beijing. We still have to keep communicating with them because we need to really come to a conclusion. Alarming. Sen. Jose Jingoya Estrada chairman of the Senate Committee on National Defense and Security, described the incident as an alarming display of aggression and a violation of maritime norms and international law. Estrada noted that on June 30, PCG vessels experienced similar aggressive action during a regular operation to resupply Philippine soldiers stationed in Aungan. The freedom of navigation is a fundamental principle upheld by the international community, and any attempt to impede the lawful operations of another nation's vessels in open waters is unacceptable, he said. Such actions not only undermine regional stability but also erode trust and cooperation among neighboring countries, Estrada said. The Senate has already taken a firm stance against the repeated bullying and acts of harassment against the PCG. Senate President Juan Miguel Mig subiri is calling for the revitalization of the country's self-reliant defense posture program and the establishment of a local defense industry that will supply the needs of the armed forces of the Philippines. Subiri said the Philippines could not afford to rely entirely on defense cooperation with foreign allies. He pointed out that the Philippines is one of the top importers of arms in Southeast Asia, spending at least $338 million in arms imports in 2021. Our brave men and women of the armed forces deserve more, and they deserve better. We need to be able to produce our own needs in our own time, Subiri said. We have the resources, and we have the manpower and skills. I'm hopeful that we have now the political will to push this through, he added. With AFP.